Thelonious Monk, y'all. Back to the Farrell Podcast. This be Todd Perry. That be Buck Perez. Oh, there we go. Oh. Todd, how we doing? Doing good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And to the left of me, from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, engines. <laughs> it's our buddy Quinn. Quinn. Hello. Quinn was with us uh, the last set of shows we've done, and he's back for more fun. Uh, absolutely. If this is the first time. If you haven't heard those shows, you will know that uh, our buddy Quinn was Buck's co-host in college radio many years ago. That's right. And apropos, I have something for him. There we go. Oh, right there. Look at that. No. I know. It's a visual bit. I know. Oh, so, I'm starting out with the visual bit, but your, look at that. Your face hasn't changed Look at all. that. I look exactly the same. I look like <laughs> Nicolas Cage in Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. Two. It's crazy. Two <laughs> seconds in. Two seconds in. Look at that. KCC days. Look at that photo. That's a great yeah, photo. That Buck, is a great photo. We're, we're we're putting that up on the site. That, Buck also texted me a, a picture of uh, Nicolas Cage this week, which I thought was pretty Because I was in the video store. I still go to a video <laughs> store, Todd. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I'm the only man in America. Blockbuster is out, but I'm still going. Renting you know? VHS? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Nice. I liked it. <sighs> 200 shows in, Buck. Visual almost, bit. Start out. Yeah. Almost 200 shows in, and I've said many times, you know, Visual bits don't work in podcast. Yeah. He chambers a photo in his pocket and waits till the show starts. Going, Look at this. Look at that. that all that does Let is- me show Quinn a photograph. Yes. And oh, look at Quinn's reaction. <laughs> oh, boy. It's awesome. So I want to tamper down the... Uh, Oh, oh, there we go. Sorry. Yeah, All right. A little applause for me. Thank you. We, we got our soundboard back, which was broken for a minute. So, okay. <laughs> so, I want to kind of take things down a notch. I know we're a comedy show. Oh, my Allegedly. God. We yeah. make jokes. But there's some serious shit happening right now in the world uh, that I think that it's kind of our job as people with microphones, with some, some kind of sway in the world, to actually do something. I mean, I feel like there's been hours and hours and hours of people listening to the podcast that we've created here. But really, have we done anything to fix the world? Have we done right. any more ways to heal the world? We've got to heal the world. Make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. There are people dying. If you cared enough for the <clears throat> living <puck>. right. <laughs> Make a better place for you and for me, Todd. So... Yeah. Are you, you're talking about Syria, right? Uh, obviously. <laughs> uh, What's going on in Syria? Yeah, huh? Oh, just some stuff, you know. Some stuff. People getting gassed and... Oh, man. Horrible. It, it's a gas. Well, well talk about bringing down the comedy. There we go. All right. <laughs> Syria, baby, it's a gas, gas, gas. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. I'm sorry. That was like the most inappropriate joke of all time. Right. We can cut that out later. It's not even like it's been like... Ten years and you're making a joke about <laughs> yeah. it, like oh, it's it's funny now. You know, you they, know? they say too soon. Well, that one was too early. Yeah, you got to say too early. Mm. So no, let's. Let, I'm going to focus on something serious here. Uh, I was talking with a uh, friend, enemy of the show, frenemy of the show, hmm. uh, Giovanni Giorgio. He uh, hit, hit me up the other day and he said, Todd, uh, I want to talk to you about something, and I, I never want to give Giovanni. My phone number, for obvious reasons. So we we, <laughs> wow. we we talk over Skype, and I always record it for legal considerations. But <laughs> Giovanni is the Adam Carolla super fan. He's been he's on the Adam Carolla show. He hosts the podcast one uh, old Loveline tape show. Does Pod Gods. He's a big deal in the world of podcasting. And 
we partnered recently on a Podcella thing, which I don't want to get into. But uh, Giovanni, yeah. you remember Podcella book? Uh, and so this was a very successful venture, though, right? If, if because... you if you consider rape successful, Buck, yes, Podcella <laughs> was a very successful adventure. <laughs> well, when you start out with with crap, you get shit, which is what I learned in school. And when you're teaming with someone like Gio, I'm sorry, you're, it's not going to come out well. I just never liked the dude. I never trusted him, and uh. I believe he called me a bitch. Right? Whoa. He yeah. Said, he, he said I'm Todd's little bitch or something like that, and that you know, that's, hmm. you don't say that to another man from where I'm from. Yeah. I don't know where he's from. <laughs> Chicago, I think. Yeah, Chicago. So, I mean, Buck, I want you to put your prejudices for Giovanni aside, <clears throat> just just for the moment, so we can we can get on to something that's really important. So I'm not going to – I recorded the call so we can listen to the conversation between me and Giovanni and then, Buck, I think you'll be on the side of what we're trying to do here. So let me uh, back this up and let me play mm. a conversation I had earlier today with Giovanni uh, Giorgio. Hey, Todd. It's uh, Superfan Giovanni. How you doing, man? Gio. Gio, I told you that after – after the whole Podcella thing, I don't want to. I don't want to have you on my show. I don't want to do. Podcella was ten whole days ago. All right, get over it. I, I don't. You know, I don't it, I'm moving on myself. You know, turning over a new leaf. I got all these great new ideas. I want you to get involved in. But but Gio, do you realize what a horrifying disaster that Podcella was, and how many well, people's I, I lives from my mistakes? You know, it's uh, you know Woodstock '99. Did anybody know that was going to happen? Altamont. I mean, they had to write a song about it. It's not their fault. And just like that, Podcella is not really our fault. You know, I mean, we didn't know that was going to happen, and it's not our fault that we didn't you know get porta potties or water for people, or you know, I should have taken your advice. And this August was definitely the wrong time of the year. To uh, rent that land, did, did you rape anybody? Did you burn down any stages? No. So let's let's let's. let's no, get I was that. backstage. I saw it all happen from the stage. Well, Giovanni, it's a it's great burned vantage in my point. <laughs> I mean, you, this is something you can tell your grandkids about. You were there at Podcella. All right. Well, th- let's make this our last conversation. That's not between lawyers. Okay. All right, fine. Fine. Well, here's the new idea. This is how we can uh, oh, atone for all of uh, you know all your mistakes and the couple I made I- as well. Uh, have you ever heard of Indugu? Uh, no. It's no, a country in Kenya, and uh, they're, they're having it's a country. Some, uh, it's, you know however Africa works, a landmass, a uh, you know a state, whatever you want to call it, a city. Yeah, but it's it's an area in Kenya, and they're having some turmoil. So what's 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 happening to these kids in uh, in Dugu? They have oil I mean? and, and gas pirates. See, they have a pipeline running through there. I don't know if you've ever seen Vice, uh, the television show on HBO, but they're, they're suffering from a very similar thing that they featured on that show. And, uh, yeah, the, the pipeline, you know, the BP's not giving them any money. And so they have, you know, they have to make their money their own way. But in refining this oil and gas, they're actually damaging their land and they're making it inhospitable for their own people. Okay, so how can I help? You know, anything you need, Giovanni. Well, to not, help, not to Todd. The- we, we thought about this. We want you to compose an original charity song in the vein of uh, We Are the World. And we're going to get all the other podcasters, Mark Marin, Corolla, everybody to join you in on it. Uh, we've all agreed we want you to write it based off of your comedy songs you, you wrote for Low Budget FM. Everyone's a fan. We're really impressed. Well, you know, I have, I, have, I have written songs after that that maybe they'd be interesting. Some of the stuff for Far Out is really good, too. What's I don't your- know if people. Uh, Far Out Podcast? Oh, the, that that little thing you were doing at uh, Podcella. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you were done with that after what happened. No, no, no. It's still going on, Gio. I think the guys. I think actually, my songwriting has improved. So, 
since low budget. Uh, you know, if anybody's heard the stuff after that, but uh, we'll I, you know, check it out. But yeah, right now we really need to focus on this Ndugu thing. These people are suffering; they're dying, and I feel like if we can get this in the media, we you know, it'll really cover up the stink of Podchella. Um, how how are people going to get the money? What how's that going to work out? Well, we've uh, we have this website. It's iTunes for Africa. Now, what you do is go to the website. It's that simple. Uh, so there's PayPal donation links. You just donate. It's ninety ten split. There's operating costs, but standard uh, charity procedures. And there's gonna be promo codes for each show. Uh, okay. Ace for Adam Carolla. WTF for Mark Maron, of course. Moore's got his own. Uh, M O H R. And we got Rogan doing one too. All the shows. Everyone involved. Oh. oh okay. Um. So I mean, why do people need promo codes if they're just donating? If it all goes to the same place, why does it matter what, what the promo codes are for the different shows people listen to? Well, it's a complex accounting thing. It's really to figure out what shows are driving the most amount of contributors. It all has to do with standard charity procedures. It's a little bit over your head, but I've really been okay. getting into it over the past 10 days since Podchilla. Oh, well, well, you know, uh, Gio, really, I can't. Thank you more than to bring me involved in this because you know, I'm always trying to like find some way to help the world and like you know you're just making a show you're just making jokes you're telling dick jokes you're not helping the world out any but for you to bring me in on this I promise I'm going to deliver the best song possible uh, me and Buck are going to work on it later today and uh, it, it'll be good it'll be good well, make you. sure to send me an early copy of it because I have to hear it we have to get this album put together and this really is a way for us to cleanse our soul after that whole thing we don't talk about anymore thanks thanks Gio I'll talk to you soon bye Todd. So now, Buck, do you see the importance of what is happening here in Ndugu? Uh, never heard of the place, but I guess they are suffering to yes. some point. Oil uh, pirates, Buck, are polluting the land. Are you going to be one of the guys here? Here, Here's how the world is divided up, Buck Hussein Perez. Right. People <laughs> are divided into two types. It's people who sit on their ass and not do shit, as we said in the... As, as I, I'm going to say in the song that I wrote for this cause. Mm. Or there's those of us... Who do something a fuck about it? So, um, I got my song here. I got my, got, my, got my guitar here, and here's the demo. And and what's gonna happen is we're gonna have all these different podcasters again and sing the song like we are the like we are the world. They're all gonna take different lines. Hmm. You know, like he had like Michael Jackson and Bob Dylan would sing a line, and then like I don't know, fucking Kim Carnes or something would sing a line. Right. I, I, I forget who was in We Are the World. The Stevie Wonder. Everybody. Boy George. You know. It, yep. We Are the World might be your kind of generation, but for me it was We Are All in the Same Gang. Remember oh. when, all the, when all the West Coast rappers got together and That's recorded right. that? And it was like Humpty, <laughs> Dr. Dre, and like all these people were all in the same gang. Last and, but not least, yo, Easy's no seller. Yeah, you can't yeah. stand to hang in the streets. To get, get the hell out. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. You, you got, got your, your own freedom of choice. Who to listen to? You know, good from bad, black <laughs> from white. And now your mama's singing that sad song. My baby... Didn't hurt nobody. But he still got smoked at Bay Bay's party. But you're not the first. Or the last. Nothing but a short story from, from the, the past. You're dead now. Not number one, but, but a, a zero. Take it from Toddy P, the violent hero. Don't the- you know we've got to put our <laughs> hands together? The only the only part I remember was the there was a female rapper who goes we're all in the same game. Yeah, that's what we're who, doing. Who was that? Michelle. Oh, okay. Was it? It wasn't Yo Yo. Oh, it might have been Yo-Yo. It might have been Yo-Yo. Make change. <laughs> remember the, on the same game. And then Ice Cube, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was epic. <laughs> that song was epic. Yeah. Remember when they were they were on Arsenio Hall show and the the showstopper was Easy yeah. E coming out at the yep, end. Yep. Like that. I remember watching that as a kid being like, "What the f-? I think I taped it." <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know. Anyway, so 
Let's get serious here. Uh, I've got my song I've written. Hopefully, it's as good as we're all in the same gang. Yeah. Uh, that Voices That Care song during the first Iraqi <laughs> conflict. That's right. Um, or yeah. We Are the World. Or, but I'd like to put myself in that caliber of songwriters. Or it, this might be as good as when uh, Lenny Kravitz and uh, Yoko Ono redid uh, well, Give Peace a Chance. Give Peace a Chance. Right. Yeah, that and, was. And, and don't forget, do they know it's Christmas? Oh, Feed, I, feed the World. Yes. There's it's, actually an Africa line in that. Uh, there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. The greatest gift they'll get this year is life. That's a great. That's, that's a good line. deep. Thank, thank, thank <laughs> God it's them instead of you. And that was all like the cool like new wave bands and stuff. That was like Duran Duran. Aha! I mean, that, you too. I, I blanked yeah. on this. Like I didn't. I've never heard this song. Wow. I've never Feed heard the it. It's got that sweet. That yeah. See, you do know it. Okay. okay we know just it. we just jogged his memory, yeah. folks. All right. Well, let's get to saving some babies here. <laughs> so. Uh, here's the song. I'm going to grab my guitar here and, you know, play it. Hopefully the audience will dig it. Hopefully, I'm hoping that Corolla and Giovanni and Jay Moore and Joe Rogan and all, all the people that are getting involved in this dig the song. You know, I hope Mark <laughs> Marin likes it because he's a bit of a music nerd. So we'll see. Play the song. Africa. 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 There's a lot of bad shit happening down in Indugu. Well, pirates are polluting the village. But what can you do? You can sit on your lazy ass and not do shit. Or you can throw us a couple bucks to take care of it. Just go to the site, click the radio mic, enter the promo code. Enter Ace, what the fuck, Jay Moore, the Joe Rogan Show. Give it! Give it up for Africa. Give it! Give it up for Africa. Africa. Some monkeys, it's like a zoo, too. But they're gonna die if we don't make a peep. So spare a buck, motherfucker, we're being so cheap. Just go to the site, click the radio mic, into the promo code. And her ace, what the fuck, Jim? Rogan show. Give it, give it up for Africa. Give it, give it up for Africa. Give it, give it up for Africa.
Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that noise. You don't like the song? What? It's. <clears throat> this sounds ridiculous. Like, I'm sorry, the place, spell it for me. N. E N D O O G. Yeah, yeah. U. I'm looking it up. Now, Ndugu is not in Africa. What? It, if Joe Rogan's involved, maybe it's in an alternate dimension. <laughs> maybe I'd take some ayahuasca to get to Ndugu. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It sounds like something. It sounds like a, a bar at Star Wars Cantina or something like that. Like <laughs> well, Ndugu. Yeah, right. Well, you know, it's a place fucking balls deep in Kenya. Well, I know all. I'm not. By the way, I'm binging this shit. I binged it and nothing came up. So the, wait. If you, listen to the, if you listen to the song, <clears throat> you enter a promo code and her ace, what the fuck, Jay Moore or Joe Rogan. There's no far out in there. Hmm. So who's benefiting? Right. I think Giovanni and these guys have a fucking scam going. Like all these podcasts that always completely are having these scams with these bullshit products they sell. Right. I think they've manufactured this fake Indugu issue to try to make fucking money. We all know there's no money in podcasts. So these guys are trying... Buck, I think you got you, to the bottom of you're, this. You're like their prostitute. They're just hoeing you out, dude. It's Sher- like, Sherbuck Holmes over here. G- <laughs> Giovanni just hoed you out, okay? And and by that, I'm a hoed out little bitch. So fuck that. Fuck that noise. We got to get him on the phone right now. If you don't believe me about Ndugu, I, I got it right here on my phone. Just open it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look. I know you love the visual I'm, bits. I'm, I'm amazed the they never bits. thought of people Googling Ndugu, you know, like. Well, who knows how to fucking spell it? <laughs> I didn't know how to spell it. I thought it's spelled with an N. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. You right. know what? This is a scam. This is another one of Giovanni's bullshit things like Podcella. I'm going to put him up on the Skype line here. and um, Let's get him going. Fuck that guy. S- sort him out. Hey, Gio, it's Todd. Uh, hey, Todd. Yeah, what's going on? You got a copy of that uh, song for me? You know, you know, I got a bone to pick with you, Giovanni. I looked up this. Uh, I looked up a map in Africa. First of all, Africa—it's a big place. It looks, it's really big. It looks kind of like an ice cream cone too. You know, if you look, it's kind of like a tipped oh, over ice cream. But anyway, you know what, Giovanni? I'm really pissed off at you because you know oh, what happened? What's going on? You know what I looked at my map of Africa and I looked on there yes, and I went to the, the, the place called Kenya on there uh-huh. and there is no place called Ndugu in Kenya. Can you explain that? Well, it's just your map. What, what map, what Fuck brand that. you have? So certain maps leave off Fuck some of the countries because there's so many no. in Africa. You know, Giovanni, I'm not going to take this bullshit, okay, from you. Fuck Where is it? Noise. Where it's, it's, is Ndugu? In it's, a, uh, it's a state in Kenya. There aren't e- even any gas pirates in Kenya because there is no gas in, in Kenya. In the province of Ndugu, they have gas pirates. pirates. You're not going to tell me about this. I've been studying it for nine days. Fuck Where is it, Giovanni? Show it Fuck to me. Noise. Show it to me on a map. Give me Fuck some MapQuest well, directions to Ndugu. To. I looked you, it up. If you just calm gonna... down, I'll send you an email with a map that I provide that shows exactly where it is, and I'll, I'll draw a circle on it for you. I looked it up. I looked it up on MapQuest. I put in Lake Chad. Let's just pretend I was at Lake Chad, and then I'm going to go drive to Ndugu, Kenya, and there's well, no you can't, fucking you can't Ndugu, drive from Kenya. Lake Chad, Ndugu. That's why it didn't come up. You can't use Google Maps to get to Ndugu. It doesn't work that way. It's off the beaten path. You know, Giovanni, I think you're full of shit, and I think you're just trying to take a bunch of money. You and all your swindly podcast Coney? What about friends. Coney? Have you heard about Coney? You and all your, 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 your dirty Huckster podcast friends selling their man greats and go to meeting dot coms. All you guys are just trying to shill and take people's money. I'm not dealing yeah, this with the All right, we, we we get promotion for the shows and we give a ninety ten split to these kids in Africa. Okay. You know, in uh, in in Dugu. 
Yeah, You're taking it. 90%, Geo. It's operating costs. Dugu can't find on a map. It's a really hard place to get to. Uh, Todd, you're, Where, you're, Todd, you're breaking up. Todd, I, I, can't, I can't hear you. Uh, Skype's Where is it, Dugu, Giovanni? Do you have, do you Giovanni, have video on, on Skype? I can't, I, can't, I can't hear you anymore, man. I don't I'm know what's going on. You, Why don't you try to call me later? God damn it. Next time on the Far Out Podcast. No, no, it's actually not. It's not a vibrator. That looks exactly like, listen to it, Buck. That's humming like a vibrator. Totally it's is. vibrating, but it is not a vibrator. It looks like a penis, Buck. It has balls on the end and veins. <laughs> it's it's similarly totally a vibrator. It's similar to, but not, it's like GoBot's a Transformers. This is the GoBot. This is not a Transformer. But the it which vibrates, uh, ergo, is vibrator. Yeah. Yes. Doctors in the house, check it. Last but not least, show easy's no sellout. And if you can't hang in the streets, so get the hell out. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. You have your own freedom of choice, who to listen to. You knew good from bad, right from wrong, right from wrong. Now your mother's singing that sad song. My baby but it still got smoked at Bay Bay's party But you're not the first or the last You're just a short story from the past You're dead now, not number one but a zero Take notes on Easy e the violent hero Alright, and we're back on the Far Out Podcast Now, um, it's hot it, it, it is like Africa hot It's in Dugu hot in, uh, in Dugu up we, in here. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. In Dugu, my balls are sweating. If that place actually <laughs> existed, which I say it doesn't, and I've proven it, thank you. So, uh, right before we started this section of the show, we uh, opened the garage door in the Far Out Garage just to let some air in. And I let Buck and Quinn know that if they're funny in the next segment, <laughs> they'll get air again. And, you know, so, you know, it's just how you guys perform. If not, you're going you're gonna to sweat out through the next show as well. So let, let that be known. You do have dictator tendencies. Send help exactly. now. So, now, you guys may be imprisoned by me right now, <laughs> right? In, 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 the, in, the in your sweatshop of fun. In the sweatshop of horrors that is the <laughs> Far Out Garage. But you guys get to go home. And not live a life <laughs> as prisoners. Oh, Confined uh, to what, Todd? Marriage. Oh, my God. And so, but, you know, so I, I go back to being a married man. You guys get to sit and enjoy the single life. But I, I get to go home to my apartment in San Pedro, just sit there and just... I have IBS. Just concentrate on stuff, you know? <laughs> just really concentrate on stuff. You get to think yeah. about things. Yeah. You get to sit on the toilet for a while and <laughs> enjoy your IBS. That's all I do. But so, you know, I'm going to go back to, you know, living a life as a kept man. And then you guys are going to go out like wild wolves on the prowl and uh, find yourself some ladies. But you know what? There might be some things that are preventing you and also the far out listener out there oh. from getting some, from getting a little strange, from getting a little tail, getting it up inside a pencil skirt. Absolutely. From touching a little booty. Nice. From, you know, getting, get, you know. So what's the vibe? You're saying me and Quinn just, uh, what, what's the vibe we're putting out? Just you being a married, <laughs> you being a married guy looking at us, you know, man to man wise, <clears throat> what's, what's the vibe? Well, I'm not, when I'm not being envious 
of your your positions in life, right. you know, because uh, you know you didn't have to have a forty five minute conversation with your wife about buying a new door for the fucking kitchen. Uh, you guys didn't have that yesterday. By you guys way, got true. to watch the Dodger game in peace. By the way, Todd, you need to uh, get your turtle a new cage. Oh yeah, I'm very upset at you about that. <laughs> my wife was telling okay. Buck uh, immediately Buck comes over to the house today at 9.30 in the morning and then my wife starts laying into Buck about the stuff, stuff I'm not accomplishing as a husband <laughs> wow yeah. so but just so you guys masturbate can ex- <laughs> oh, just so you guys can experience that same uh, level of joy uh, I, I'm thinking I see this and I see Buck right now and he's got a uh, he's got a, a scotch lobster hat on it's like a, a frosty Heidi and Frank giveaway hat yep he's yep. got a blue shirt with bleach stains on it with Hunter S Thompson pointing a gun <laughs> you know, a badass look, shirt what, yeah you don't throw out a you don't throw out a Rolls Royce just because it's got a little dent in it and that's what's going on with this bleach stain on this Rolls Royce shirt right here. That I, I, makes I, perfect sense. I still got a rocket, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and he's wearing some Dickies, some uh, brown Dickies pants. Yeah. Like he's about to go beneath a uh, '64 Chevy Impala and do an oil change. You never know when you might need to. Now I'm ready for work. You know, I do work, <laughs> and my shoes are very, you know, Frankensteiny. Look at these. Oh, yeah, yeah. These are very work shoes, you know. Yeah. I'm kicking. I'm kicking ass in these shoes. And, and then we look over to Quinn, and Quinn here is rocking some sweats. I, I'm all about the sweatpants. You've got nice. sweatpants on, <laughs> yeah. and you've nice. got a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Skyhook shirt on. Damn right, I do. And uh, let's see, shoes. And I'm it's not at, even basketball season. No. You, you've got some G. I don't even know what these shoes are. These are GX shoes. Are they like grown-up pro wings? Are these skater shoes? I, think, I don't know I what's happening. I think they're called Gen X, and I just bought them because they were cheap. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all black. They were right next to the British Knights. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. At, at, at Big Five. What, what do no, I, I know. care about shoes? I'm not running anywhere. I, 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 went, <laughs> I went through. I went through that phase. I mean, I used to go to Big Five and just buy Shaq shoes because Shaq shoes when he was when he played here, they were like twenty bucks. <laughs> really? Yeah, Big Five. Wow. You get a, you get a pair of Shaq shoes for twenty bucks. Now get... you get them with Shaq soda that yeah. they sell at Seven Eleven. That's horrible, right? Yeah. And you know the the problem is with the Shaq soda, they don't even refrigerate it. It's just out in the open. Oh. But uh, so here, here's here's what I've come to realize about both of your uh, fashions mm-hmm. that you guys are rocking right now. You guys aren't, and, and and you have this look all day. This isn't just a you came over to my house no. look. I was gonna say you you can't judge our our podcast attire with the the, the rest of the the week. I, I'm gonna go out <laughs> on a limb, <laughs> and I've seen both of you in public not looking much better. Okay? Pretty much. The only thing that would change if I was at work would be probably my shirt, because it's not always good to have someone with a gun on your shirt when you're selling lobster. Makes perfect yeah, Especially sense. a bald man tripping balls on mescaline <laughs> right. on your shirt. Right. It's gonna cause some alarm with the police. So, but what, here's what I'm thinking. You guys, the, 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 the look you're rocking right now is you're dressing for dudes and not for chicks. And oh. the dude I'm dressing for is myself. Oh, look at oh. That. Yeah, look oh. That. you know, seriously. Yeah. Who, who, who am I trying to impress? Like right? You guys have a look that dudes will appreciate. Like, oh, that, that's a sweet Kareem shirt, right? <laughs> yeah. I think that's that's yeah. a sweet ass Hunter S. Thompson shirt. Look right. at me. Right. Uh, you know, and I'm wearing Dickies as well, but I'm married. So, what, what I'm thinking is, lots of guys out there are dressing, uh, you know. In, in in their own male world, they're not looking how women are interpreting our looks and denying us the very thing that we are owed in this world mm-hmm. from them, which is <laughs> sex. Right. Because <laughs> women, you know, they dress up for each other. They don't really dress up for us. No, but, they, but, but when a woman dresses up for other women, they also, they also look good to men. 
That's what I'm saying, right? You know, yeah. so th- it's a, it's a twofold thing. They're, they're 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 defeating the other women with their good look, but also it's enticing to the male, right? Mm-hmm. But for us, it's like we're just basically impressing each other. Like I was impressed with your sky hook. Yeah, shirt. you noticed. I was, it. I, he, he noticed like it right away. Yeah, I, was I was like, wow. I was impressed with your sky hook. <laughs> shirt. Yeah. So, but but the ladies would come in here and be like, sky hook. Is that an Indian tribe? Right? Is that a fishing lure? Like, is that a what place is in Africa? What is that? Yeah. Skyhook. Like tail hook. But anyway, so so we have a list here from MadeMen.com mm-hmm. that's going to tell us some of the looks that maybe, guys, if you're going out, if you think that you're going to be around women, maybe you should rethink some of these <laughs> looks. So uh, what do we got here, Quinn? All right. And, and there, uh, they, they, all these include um, a quote from a, uh, a stylist or fashion expert, which, uh, you know, will help us assess the situation. Double pleated khakis. They are so 1980. If you're wearing those, you're not getting laid. So. Now, I, I see the double, like, it's almost like the ones that Obama wears. You see, right. sometimes Obama's got the, the double pleated khaki look. And, that, and, that, and that not only is that difficult from an ironing standpoint, if you're getting ready to go out, because <laughs> ironing a pleat is a real bitch, but it, it's, it's not sexy. And it makes that, that kind of, it looks like there's a balloon in your drawls. Mm-hmm. Like, you get that ballooning <laughs> thing going yeah. it's like a, the, the pants tent. It's a pop, from, uh, pop crotch. You know, very first episode uh, of Curb Your uh, Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah, yeah. the pants tent. Yep. Pants tent. It's your, he, he sits down and, and people think looks he has like an something pops up yeah. and it's... Yeah. But this is, almost looks like you have a dropped colon. You know what I'm saying? With the, with the big thing. And then you see this frequently with guys when you go into... It, it's kind of like a faux fupa. It is. It's a faux fupa. <laughs> it's a faux fupa. And the guys that are rocking this look are guys that have jobs where you're supposed to dress up, but they don't pay you a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like the guy at the uh, the cell phone store is rocking these pants, and it's it's like the twenty dollar Hagar dress pant. You know what I'm saying? But the <laughs> right. guy with the professional gig isn't rocking that look. Right. Or maybe the same guy who also has a cell phone and like a cell phone holder. Oh, that's a good look. <clears throat> yeah, like that, that guy rocks those pants. Or the guy that. That tucks in his T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, God, I hate tucking in. I did that the other day. I wore a... Because it was hot as fuck, like we were saying. And, and you tucked in because it was hot? Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm on a food truck, and I have like two... Only shirts I have clean are white shirts. So one of them's real short, one's real long. So I wore the short one underneath mm. to kind of enclose the sweat. Because oh. it's going gonna, it's gonna to get sweaty up in there. And you went to India. People wear like layers of white. You know, it it doesn't it, it's not like a heat conducive thing. People know? people in India be wearing like long sleeve shirts yeah, and pants but, and yeah. like the Americans are all walking around like buck naked mostly like all the all the women probably look like hookers to the Indian men. <laughs> which they might have been into. So what else we got here? What other right. looks can Overly we do? Overly casual outfits. Um example, uh, underdressing for date night. I.e. sweatpants. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not judging. Quite. Yeah, no, no, I, I <laughs> I'm right there with you. But like I said, this is a podcast recording. This uh, is, all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Buck. Yes, Buck Quinn. Yes, yeah, Quinn. A Buck first. Last date you went on, what did you wear? You can be honest. You know what? And that's the thing. I was <laughs> unimpressed with her attire. Whoa! You I, threw it back on her. Yeah, I was. I felt like I dressed up too much. I didn't wear like you know overly anything. It was a lunch lunch date. Okay. So I wore just kind of like a a blue, uh, you know, shirt collared shirt type thing. 
All right. Jeans. Like an Oxford shirt kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Thing, just rocking, you know, lo- looking a little nicer than I usually do. And then what did she wear? What was it impressive about her look? She looked like she just woke up. Like, honestly, <laughs> like, you know, she was kind of like... Uh, she just woke up for lunch. It's not like she woke up for breakfast. Like, she just woke <laughs> up for... Right, yeah. And uh, we met at some place. It was off Ocean Park and 31st, you know, Santa Monica area, that yeah. type of place. It was a very, like, vegan type eatery place someplace where i'm not that comfortable you know yeah and uh yeah i was just like well what the fuck you and like i you know hmm. i look better than you do right now and that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's sad that's saying something yeah, yeah. Now, that's now, saying something now quentin last date what, what did you yeah, wear uh kind of the same actually button down uh shirt with a collar and khakis Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you wore the khakis. I did. Did you have they the weren't, They weren't the, the double pleated ones, though. It's a step up from the sweatpants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, good. Did, did the woman think you were rocking a boner the whole time no. during the date? Maybe that offended wow. no, her? No, thank, thank goodness. I, I, yeah, no. <laughs> now, were you impressed by what, what she was wearing? You know, she... It was kind of a similar situation. Uh, she wasn't... Um, I, I wouldn't say she looked horrible or like she just woke up, but she was wearing jeans and a t-shirt. And, but she still looked really good. I yeah. mean, I mean, she looked, she looked, she was pretty smoking hot. Mine, but, um, I'm sorry, my girl looked like she just come. It, it looked like the Walk of Shame back. Mm. Like she was just coming back from the Walk of Shame. Like she just came back from Quinn's house. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and then she was going on a date with you. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what I felt like. Like, am I getting scraps here? What's going on? Mm. Like, yeah, jeez, what the fuck, man? I've I've done some some Walk of Shames in my life. Worst Walk of Shame of all time was from a, a KLSX work event that was in Hollywood and Highland. And the next day, I had to get to Wilshire, and uh, for people not from L.A., this makes no <laughs> this, sense. And this sounds like the California <laughs> skit from uh, yeah. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Off Wilshire. Stuart, what are you doing here? How did you get? Well, I was on Hollywood and Highland, and then I had to get to Wilshire. <laughs> and, and I literally walked from John Salwin's house on Hollywood Boulevard to Wilshire Boulevard, which is about, about three miles. In, in in the morning just to get to work and I wore the same clothes but you could do that at KLSX mm-hmm. and the bad thing was I had diarrhea so I stopped by at a, <laughs> a jack in the box on like Highland oh I, yeah good that's and, and that's I'm terrible. sorry did you have to use a quarter or some kind of uh, coin to get into the I, I believe there was an oversized key that was like tied to a piece of PVC nice and then uh, I, I I took a, a horrible diarrhea dump en route <laughs> and I showed up to work looking really hungover but it was it was a station party night so it was fine I always love the tokens because I feel like I'm taking an adventure like a ride yeah. you know? <laughs> like it feels like ch- it takes me back to my Chuck E. Cheese days you know? and it's always in the shitty ass you know Carl's Jr. does this bathroom shake or something <laughs> yeah, exactly. but like you, you can I use the restroom and they hand you a coin like some kind of token and you're like oh shit you're you're gonna pay me to go to the bathroom I feel like it's an adventure the thing is you can use that coin on the black market like if amongst the homeless community they like trade the coin I got a coin that means I can take two shits today right yeah yeah. you know or or they know which bathrooms are the cleanest so they're like I get to go to the Burger King (laughs) I get to shower today that's awesome Oh, so what? What else we got in this list here? So, but, but wait, wait, real quick. Were both of your dates successful? I'm. <laughs> uh, for me, I didn't. I I was like I said, offended. I was somewhat offended, and I kind of like shined her off. You scoffed. I shined her off. Dude. You, you, I, I doth scoff at your attire. <laughs> it, it was a good uh, two date run. 
Let's just say that. Yeah. Right. It was a good two-day run. M- mine was actually a second date, and um, it had, it was already pretty clear by the end of the first date that um, neither one of us were feeling it, but I decided to like give it another shot. Hmm. And I was amazed that she agreed to go out with me a second time. And uh, so... By the end of the second date, I, I didn't give her the, we should do this again sometime. I just said, well, you know, it, it was fun. <laughs> Mahalo, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was real and it was fun, yeah. but it wasn't real fun. Yeah, yeah, You didn't use the line like, I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> no. I mean, because I, I, I was kind of indifferent. Like, it wasn't like, you know, I was running from her, because like I said, she was smoking hot, but she just was kind of boring and not that fun to hang out with. Well, that can that can be a thing. Uh I've I've had I've had some weird dates where uh, the the girl was definitely boring and on lithium, which is weird. <laughs> if a girl's on lithium, she shouldn't be boring. That's good I'm times. Saying. That's good times. You yeah. know it's a go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, what else we got here, Quinn? We got to wrap this show up. Okay, we got uh sports sunglasses and non-sports situations. So it's the guys rocking yeah. like the Oakleys, like the Kenny Powers glasses. Yes. Oh, those are so dope. But he's like going to Home Depot and he's wearing like wraparound. <laughs> like he's ready to go fucking like, snowboard. Like he's going to ski down friggin' Mount Everest. Remember when yeah. every idiot had those though, the Oakleys? Yeah. In the 90s, yeah. Every idiot had fucking Oakleys. You know, they, they, they ended up coming out with Oakleys that had like the more traditional frame and those I think still look kind of nice. But yeah, the ones with like the the, sh- the, the wind sh- windshield, yeah, you know, yeah. like, what the hell, dude? I think I think that one of the problems with lots of men is they're dressing and basically life lead lifestyles in general that are a little more... Uh, aggressive than the actual world they're living in like you see the guys that have like the f-350 but they're not hauling anything they just like getting eight miles a gallon and right. they, they you know they, there's guys on my block i'm like you're just driving to work and back in an office and why do you have an f-350 right. like and then why are you why are you dressed so aggressive like you're ready to do some crazy athletic achievement like why are you wearing jordans when all you're doing is working out a a, a cart <laughs> in the mall like you're not playing basketball at an right. NBA level, <laughs> like and and I think if if most most people are doing this in on some level, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. and it, and it's like right, I think the advertising world has really sold lots of people into thinking they're living a life that they're not actually living. Right, you know, they're just like, oh well, you know, that great uh, <clears throat> halftime, uh, you know, three pointer that I'm going to hit in the NBA is coming next week, even though I'm. <laughs> You know, that's my dream. <laughs> Working yeah. on a food truck. is my dream, dude. <laughs> that's you. You're in my mind right now. Um, I inceptioned your ass. As, yeah, exactly. As far as uh, Lokes though, mm-hmm. or sunglasses, I've never seen you wear any. Do you wear sunglasses? I do when I'm driving. Yeah. Wow. I'm de- I, I never do, and I, I swear I'm going to be blind by the time I'm 40. But and usually uh, I buy. The cheapest ones that are available, mm. as you can see, my selection here. <laughs> I got Ray Bans that are cheap ass, and I also have the nineteen ninety uh, or nineteen eighty five Easy E uh, Blue Blockers N- NWA Lokes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's some Lokes. Nice. These are some Lokes. But all right, what else? Right, we got? Last here's one. a here really go. interesting one: uh, naked wrists. And I, as I look around the room, I notice that uh, all of our wrists. Are naked. Yeah. What? Yeah. It says if a guy doesn't own a watch or has nothing on his wrists, that's a turnoff. A watch is really? an important finishing detail on a man. So says somebody named Ferrara. I don't trust Ferrara. Yeah. Fuck Ferrara. You know, uh, has she ever heard of a, a, a friggin' iPhone? I mean, don't we all have 
phones that are uh, that double as watches. Yeah, right. I always say that the guy. That whenever I see a guy with a watch, I think. You don't. Have, you have a phone with the time on it, right? Like the, exactly. <laughs> what is this? Nineteen ninety nine. You know, yeah, there's a clock in every room in my house. I don't need to wear a watch. Yeah. Right. And a, a watch just kind of stresses me out. Right. Because right. like the time, I, I'm gonna have, I have to go in my pocket to see the time. Like I know I'm late just looking at my 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 arm. Yeah. <laughs> like I have a nice. Like my dad gave me a nice watch, and I wear it like once a year if I'm going to like a wedding, and I and I wear it more just to like to as a. I don't know jewelry instead mm-hmm. of uh, that's, that's what I'm seeing. I, I think chicks see it as kind of like earrings for a guy, right? You know, just kind of a, an accessory that you don't really need, but mm. it really enhances shit. You know, because when a chick has you know those big ass fucking earrings, it makes a it makes a big deal. Right? You like you like that? You like a woman with big hoop earrings? I, I've never really had a fetish for it, but yeah, sure. Bamboo earrings, yeah, at yeah. least two pair. <laughs> you like in a a Fendi bag in a bad attitude. <laughs> It, uh, God, what is that? Hello, Cool J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's all I need yeah. to get me in a good mood. <laughs> Got to walk with a switch and talk with street slang. I love when a woman ain't scared to do a thing. Go ahead. Oh man, this is a really old our, school. Yeah, stuff. our, our old school hip hop references Stand today have, have been insane. Standing at a bus stop, sucking on a lollipop. Once she gets pumping, it's hard to make the hottest stop. <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody for listening to this episode yeah. of the Far Out Podcast. <laughs> Buck Perez. Hey, thank you. The wonderful Quinn. Thank you for showing thank up. Thank you very much. And we'll be back next Monday with more more good stuff. And uh, peace to Ndugu. Can I get a soul clap? Oh, yeah. From the motherland. Africa. Africa, ever, ever, ever. Africa, ever, Africa. Give it up for Lake Chad. Is the Congo in the house? Huh. Charles, Gatunga Mina. Give it up. Africa. Africa! Uh. Uh. Africa! Keep it going. There's a lot of bad shit happening down in Ndugu. Oh, pirates polluting the village. What can you do? You can sit on your lazy ass and not do shit Or you can throw us a couple bucks to take care of it Just go to the site, pick the lady of my into the promo code <laughs> I totally was butchering uh, you, know, you know what's hard for me is to do